Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Big Picture Podcast, and I'm your host, Amar. And today, we'll be talking about the recent controversy surrounding Dr. Seuss. But before we begin, I'd like to promote this other podcast called the Biggie Dan Podcast. They're talking about the dark side of Nestle. We all know and love Dr. Seuss, but recently some of his books have come under criticism. But since I'm no expert on this topic, I've brought a special in children's psychology from the University of Toronto. Please welcome Dr. Putsis. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Papusis. Thank you for having me here. Dr. Papusis, if I'm remembering this correctly, you have your doctorate in children's psychology. Yes, Amar, that's right. I have done a lot of research in children's psychology and how their early childhoods affect them later on in life. Now, Dr. Papusis, you and I both know who Dr. Seuss is. His books have made up a lot of childhood memories, so that's why I wanted to ask you, what's your opinion on this topic? Well, most people, if you ask them for their opinion on this topic, would probably say that he was just a racist man. But, I think that since he lived in a time of America where a lot of people were racist to people of color, I think he put these in his books because it was considered okay at the time, which is why it's being called out only now. Now, do you think Dr. Seuss was a racist person, or is that just an assumption? I think there is a possibility he was racist, because in a study, it shows that 98% of the characters in stories are white, and the 2% were people of color portrayed in a stereotypical way. However, I also believe there is a chance he wasn't, because his stepdaughter came out and said there wasn't a racist bone in that man's body, which makes me think maybe he put these in his books to try and show people that people of color deserve rights and are being treated horribly and has to stop. also could be that Dr. Seuss was just drawing whatever he saw around him, but I also think that we shouldn't be showing kids those types of imagery because kids are very impressionable. If they see that in their favorite book, they could think that's normal and okay. Those books in question were published around 1930 and 1980 and in between. If you look at what life was like during those times in North America, you would see many images based on racist stereotypes, such as Aunt Jemima Pancake Mix or the laundry detergent Colgan's Ancient Chinese Secret. Now fast forward to today, currently we now understand that there these are racist stereotypes and there are more education and awareness of these issues. So Dr. Pizzas, do you think that publishers should continue publishing these books that have come under criticism? I believe that suspending the six titles and no longer publishing them is a good decision by Dr. Seuss Enterprises because they acknowledge that books with racist images are not aligned with what is morally right. Think about it. There was a time when homosexuality was against law. People could be jailed or charged with being gay. Now it's okay to be gay. Now there was never a time when racism was right, but there was a time when behaving or using racist images was more acceptable. Now it's not. So ideas need to change to suit everyone instead of one population of people. Okay, but what about the people who love those books? What would you tell them if they wanted to read those books to their kids? I don't think parents should show their kids racist imagery. However, the books could still be used as a springboard with children to discuss the racism that happened in the past and continue on to a day-to-day basis today.
for the parents listening, how can they begin this kind of discussion with their kids? I bet a lot of parents would not be comfortable telling their kids to read those kinds of books or see those images. Maybe what parents could do is they can show the kids when they are at an age where they are beginning to question and learn about these problems. Showing them what happened in the past can help them to not repeat the problems of the past. Showing them that racism is not acceptable and how the past people don't, didn't have the understanding or empathy about each other's cultures and races. Why not just completely do away with these books? I imagine there are some people who love these books from their childhood, and throwing that away is like this generation throwing away a beloved gaming system. Keeping these things in our past is okay as long as it's not used as propaganda to fuel racist ideas. <clears throat> books, like any other things that are made at a certain point in time, need to be understood that they can come from that point in time. Some things need to be updated, some things may need to be changed, and some ideas need to be scrapped. Well, Dr. Papoutsis, you've given some really interesting points about these books, and perhaps before tossing out these books, some parents will use them to have a discussion about racism with their family. I'd like to thank my guest today, Dr. Papoutsis, from the University of Toronto. It was a pleasure to discuss this topic with you, Meyer. Thank you for listening to the Big Picture Podcast. This is your host, Meyer, signing off.